1: awesome alliance of alert and adorable audio attendees welcome to good job brain your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast this is episode 259 and of course i'm your humble host karen and we are your golden gold beaters gold sizing gold bricks while playing golden eye and eating goldfish
2: (laughs) i'm colin and I'm Chris. I do, in fact, love some
0: goldfish. Are there pumpkin spice goldfish? Uh, for <gasps> is, it, is it seasoned for that?
1: Oh, there is goldfish limited edition Dunkin' pumpkin spice grams. Re- oh, okay.
0: That makes more sense. Because it's the the, the
1: side of the graham cracker, right? Right, the- right, right, yeah. So I was looking at my notes from a previous show. I don't even know how long ago was this. This was episode... 25. I was like Oh at, my god. Have you have you ever like read through your notes and it it reads like a crazy person. <laughs> do you remember do you remember I mean when we used to record in person you all remember like
2: I I would have like those like long like reporter's notebooks and I would do <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine <laughs> this life that I had like prior to having a child where I had time to write things out longhand. Yeah. So I still have those journals. There's a stack of like I don't know Five or six of them, and it does. It it reads like some (laughs) trivia addled uh, person in foil
0: hat manifesto. (laughs) Yeah. You left that journal lying around. You'd end up like on a watch list. It's
1: so funny. Well, because for for me, I learned by writing down, right? Yeah. So I remember yeah. when we used to, you know, uh, let's not brag, the NorCal trivia championships. You know, when I <laughs> study, I I would just write things down, and and yeah, that's kind yeah. of my way of retaining things. Um, here, let me share. Let me share some trivia I found in these notes. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll remember some of these. Here we go. What is the longest word in the English language with only one vowel repeated? With only one vowel. God, <laughs> this is so specific.
0: Mississippi.
1: Strengthlessness. Yep. Oh, okay, so repeated. Oh. Okay. Strengthlessnesses. Nice. Strengthless,
0: strengthless Strengthlessnesses. is. I was going to say, I
2: remember learning once that strengths is the longest word with just one vowel. One
1: vowel. Yeah. Yeah. I think in that episode, I also did like a, a before and after mashup quiz, like a word sandwich quiz. And then here's one of the questions who lives deep in the hundred acre woods who also enjoys Asian appetizers.
2: <laughs> is that Winnie the poo poo <laughs> yeah.
1: oh <my> <laughs> so, so
2: dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> You guys, I have a new world record to report. Uh, my duty, my duty. Uh, it also happens to be an update to a previous segment on Good Job Brain. Just this past week, word came out of South Carolina that a new world's hottest pepper has been unleashed upon us. It is the, yeah. it is a new pepper dropped. It is called Pepper X. It is it is branded Pepper X is a registered trademark. Do oh. not try, Yeah, it's there's not messing around. Uh, it is called Pepper X and it is as much as three times hotter than the previous world record holder. The Carolina Reaper.
0: Why are we doing this to ourselves? Because
2: they can. Because you can. That's exactly right. Because you can. Because the, the, you'll get a Guinness record or or two. Um. So uh, Pepper X measures on average uh, uh, nearly 2.7 million Scoville heat units. So for comparison, a jalapeno uh, is going to check in eh, 2,000, maybe up to 8,000 oh, wow. SHUs. A Haban- Habanero going to get you into the you know couple hundred thousand, few hundred thousand scale. Right. So Pepper X is 2.7 million Scoville heat units. I said that the news was out of South Carolina, but really it came to most of us via America's number one source for current events coverage, which is the YouTube show, Hot Ones, (laughs) where Ed Ed Curry uh, appeared on Hot Ones to receive his Guinness record to plug uh, Pepper X. Uh, Ed Curry founded his little mini Pepper Empire uh, he and his team at <laughs> Pucker Butt Pepper Company
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: in in Fort Mill, South Carolina, they also, they also invented the, the Carolina, I'm trying to keep it straight here, <laughs> they yeah. also invented the Carolina Reaper. So they've got the first and the second hottest peppers, like, under their belt. Yeah. Well, that's fine, yeah. that's
0: fine. I thought it was like, I thought this was something where, like, the Carolina Reaper grew itself. You know what I mean? And then we have man coming and playing God, trying nope, to like outdo nope. nature. These are it's all, all engineered. engineered. They're all engineered.
2: So like I was reading the story. Mm-hmm. It's like I had no idea just the level of intrigue at play in, in the in the high stakes world of hot pepper. So Ed Curry, like he he, he said two things. One, he said that they've basically had Pepper X kind of ready to go for like 10 years, he said. They've been developing it. This is
0: like the Donkey Kong guy! I was just thinking that! You just
2: break the record by as much as you have to. He said he he had expected it sounds like someone else to come along and challenge the Carolina Reaper. And he was kind of like, well... If no one else is going to do it, I'm just going to raise the bar myself. And so I'm going to unveil Pepper X on the world. Yeah. And he also further, he kind of implies that he's got some other, you know, even hotter stuff ready in the wings here. So uh, let's hear from the creator himself, shall we? Uh, Talking to the Associated Press, Ed Curry described the heat of Pepper X as, quote, immediate and brutal. He said, I was feeling the heat for three and a half hours. Then the cramps, <laughs> then the cramps came, the cramps yeah. were horrible, he was laid out flat, just groaning in pain. I want to remind you, this is all by way of praise right this is this is the proud creator talking up, yeah, this is not a complaint at all, um. It's just, it's not for me at that point, that level of hot sauce.
0: It's not, oh, no, that's that's not for you? That's not your no. thing? The cramps? <laughs> I eat a spicy McChicken and halfway through, I'm like, damn, I should have got a regular <laughs> McChicken.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a pretty unassuming pepper. Some of them are scary looking, but I feel like a lot of these peppers, they, they never look as intimidating as the names are. No, I think um, they
1: look really scary. So yeah. I have, like a like I said, I have plant seed catalog like heirloom seed catalogs uh-huh. peppers is a big chapter right it's like oh, all available yeah, peppers yeah. that you can buy the seeds and plant yourself the hot peppers the skin looks like it's blistering, yeah, you know I mean? so They're really it is hot peppers look weird so
2: I, I learned something interesting reading about pepper x so so it is in fact pepper X very wrinkly it's not it's not it's not big, it's small, pretty round it's it's like two tone it's like yellow green, it is super wrinkly. they say that the the hottest concentration in a pepper is is not in the seeds as as <gasps> a lot of people think, but it's in That's what it's I in thought. the fleshy it's in the fleshy part that binds the seeds. And Mm. so the wrinklier the pepper, like the more folds and room it has to kind of grow that, that sort of the fleshy Mm. part that really holds all the, the capsaicinoids and and, Mm. in, in, in there, which is what gives it its, its heat. Yeah. So that, that is partly, I guess, what contributes to why it is so hot. It is a crossbreed. It sounds like with the Carolina Reaper and another uh, unnamed pepper, you know, you got to protect your methods, But yeah, so new Hottest Pepper, if this shows up in trivia, it is no longer the Carolina Reaper. It is now Pepper X.
0: Pepper X. Just so you know, I am actually developing an an even hotter Pepper than that, so I'm going to release that really soon. That's through my company, uh, Volcanic A-Hole Peppers
1: (laughs) LLC,
0: so look for that on the market.
1: Do you think he would have some sort of contract with the military? Or some sort. Do you know what I mean? Or so some sort of I, like weaponry? Or I read, or, I, I read a, like a, along the
2: chart of like you know where various peppers fall. I read that that pepper X has 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 higher Scoville rating than bear spray. So like you you would like you know <laughs> like you'd be. I mean, maybe not in every way, but in some ways, you might be
1: through the ordeal faster getting sprayed with bear spray <laughs> like than eating spray. pepper. Yeah. <laughs> All right without further ado let's let's jump into our first general trivia segment pop quiz hot shot
0: i do have something to do because i have to say that it's uh for for right now the rooster is dead my iconic barnyard buzzer rooster uh it had a battery leak uh (laughs) i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to salvage it and i'm gonna try to get it back to life but uh Right now, the rooster is dead. We do have a a, a substitute pinch hitter uh, has come in, though. So listen out for that.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, listeners, we don't know. Is it? It's family friendly, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, want, yeah. Okay, just to double check. <laughs> One of those
2: X-rated trivia buzzers. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, here we go. I have a random Trivial pursuit card here. You guys have. Your barnyard buzzers or barnyard buzzer substitute ready. Here we go. Let's answer some questions. Blue edge for geography. The active volcano, excuse my pronunciation. The active volcano Popocatapetl. The active volcano Popocatapetl is located about 40 miles from which capital city? Colin. Mm, Mexico City. Correct, correct. Oh, okay, yep. T- TL together is usually yes, you know. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. You got That's it, a
2: dead giveaway. You got it.
1: Pink wedge for pop culture. Which pop star started the halftime show of the 2015 Super Bowl atop a 14 foot tall, 24 foot long robotic lion? Oh, oh it's related to a song, 2015?
2: yeah. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know this. Colin, I think. was was 2015 was that Katie Perry? Was that it was that Katie. left shark uh, here? Wow. How far we've come.
0: We're like, oh, I'm going to remember this robot lion. This is going to <laughs> be the meme <laughs> that comes out of
2: this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's one animal from this show that people will be
1: talking about. Next question, Yellow Edge. What milestone number of monthly users did Facebook reach on October 4th, 2012? Twenty twelve
2: mm, no that's Colin. I, I was gonna
1: say a million, but that can't be right. Incorrect. Yeah. Chris, do you want to just buzz so we <laughs> uh,
0: pretty good. Um I am I, I am buzzing in though. One hundred okay, yes. million.
1: 1 billion.
0: Oh my god.
1: 1 billion back in 2012. Wow. What wow. is it now monthly users? 3 billion. Mm. $3 oh my. 3 billion gosh. now. Yeah. Which
2: is like half the planet, right? I mean, more or less. Roughly. <laughs>
1: wow. All right, next question. Purple wedge. Which Broadway rap musical is set in a Dominican-American neighborhood in New York City.
0: (laughs) Chris. In the Heights, baby!
1: In the Heights, correct. Green Wedge for Science, which mobile app started out under the name Peekaboo? P-I-C-A-B-O-O. So not Kid Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Uh, P-I-C-A-B-O-O. Colin. Is that uh, Snapchat or Snap? Yes, which I was makes just thinking sense. they got the
2: ghost, the ghost icon right. Peekaboo. Um, That's it. Okay. Yeah, nice. All right. I kind of wish they went with that. Mm. I don't know. It's one of those names though, Karen, right? Like where you, like, as you just did any name where you have to immediately spell it for the person. Like, I feel like that's that's a failure. Peekaboo, like P I C get it, you know? And it's like, yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Good
1: point. All right. Last question. Orange wedge, which Seattle Seahawk football player was voted by users to appear on the cover of the video game Madden NFL 15. Jeez. Oh, uh colin uh, i'm gonna guess uh marshall lynch Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. i believe this person is a stanford grad richard sherman uh, richard sherman it says yeah. cam newton was the runner-up in the 16 player bracket cool good job brains so today's episode you guys know that I'm a big fan of Animaniacs. Chris, we actually saw the cast live once uh, a few years ago, and one of my life's greatest achievements was that as a kid I memorized uh, the country <laughs> song where you know Yakko lists out every country. But that was back in 1993, <laughs> and now 30 years later, things have changed. Countries have been renamed. New countries have been created, with the newest and the youngest country being South Sudan back in 2011. And so I was looking into this, and the establishment of South Sudan also created a lot of newest and youngest country-related trivia, including the world's newest or youngest currency, which is the South Sudanese pound. Oh. So that got us thinking about money, big money, money coins and notes, currency of the world. So for today's episode, we're heading to the currency exchange.
0: All right, great. I love it. (laughs) I love money. I love money. But you know, you know, I fancy myself a bit bit of a numismatist uh, myself. (laughs) I used to collect uh, coins when I was a kid. So I always, I mean, it's the perfect thing to nerd out about, right? As a collector, like, you know, yeah. first of all, you you can get your collection started immediately with what's it's in true. your pocket. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you might find it on the street. But then, assume, I mean, it really appeals to the nerdy uh child that I was because it's like, oh, this, you know, this is the year that it was made right on the coin right there. And then this is, <laughs> this is the mint mark and it shows you where it was made. One of those things that, it generates its own trivia, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, United States coins, world coins—they're real pieces of art, gorgeous portraits that are on them, and or you know, or or, or graved into them. So I've got a, a, a quiz for you guys about large currency, either in terms of size oh. or denomination. So, well, here's the here's the big money uh, currency quiz. All right. So, I want you each to get a writing implement uh, and something to write on because this is going to be a write down quiz. Some of these are going to be uh, just write down an answer. Some of them are going to be you got to get it exact. Some of these are going to be closest to the pin. Nobody's going to be using their buzzers and nobody has to hear from my friend the shrilling chicken uh, this <laughs> segment only. All right. Are you ready? Question number one. What is the largest denomination legal tender coin that the US Mint currently issues? I feel like this is um, a
2: trick, but I'm just gonna go with my
0: Not really. I'm just wondering. I don't know. You know. No, this, or this or
2: is this is in my head. This is not on you. Yeah.
0: As of it's like as of twenty twenty three, you know, you can buy from the mint. Let me just be clear, these are not coins that are meant to be like used and put into circulation. It's they're like more collectible like collectors, investors, right? Yeah. So I thought oh. legal,
2: legal tender. I thought meant like you know circulation. No, they're okay. legal
0: tender. I mean, no, no, no. You can use it if you want to. Oh, you
2: can, okay. You could,
0: you could, you could absolutely go spend it. It is United States legal tender designed for that. Well, the the thing is the um the actual value of the the precious metal is significantly higher than the the amount that's uh, struck on the coin. Uh, so you could spend it, but you would be a fool to to do that.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. okay, all right, mm-hmm. Answers answer right, answers okay, up. All what right, do y'all all right.
0: think uh Karen says a hundred Colin says a dollar karen Karen is correct wow. u s wow. currently issues up to a maximum of you know one hundred dollar denomination platinum wow. that are that are specifically like for collectors investors, basically wow. how big is it? do you know? Um, they could be different sizes depending on, because it's all, um, it's all like these special edition kind of things. It's Um, not like
1: a pancake. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it would be something you could, you could fit in your pocket. So let's jump to question number two. What is the largest denomination paper currency that the United States currently issues? Largest denomination of paper currency that the United States currently issues. Like as of 2023, they still make them, and you can obtain them.
1: Do oh, uh, side question for for yeah. news newsmaticness for the uh, the, the hobby of yeah. collecting. Yes, is it just coins? It's not like bills, right? Or do you collect bills as well? Mm. Like you don't hear about people collecting bills.
0: People do. People definitely collect bills. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe numismatism covers the collection of of currency. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. So, what is the largest denomination mm. paper currency the United States? I, I'm just issues? like I'm
2: shook from hundred dollar coin here. I'm going to be off the rest of this quiz.
0: Karen says one hundred thousand dollars. Colin says one hundred thousand dollars. You are both off by the same amount by a factor <laughs> of a thousand. The largest <laughs> denomination paper currency the U.S. currently issues is one hundred dollars. Oh one hundred dollar bill. I've got some of those at home. That's not cool. That's (laughs) right. In the past the US has made um larger denomination bills, but it doesn't anymore. I know. Just the hundred. That's the that's the that's the top one. Now let's go to what is the largest denomination bill that the United States has ever issued. Oh man. I wonder why. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later in the quiz. Oh, okay. Previews are coming attractions. If you want to know why uh, they only go up to the hundreds now, I will let you know, but just a little bit later. So stay tuned to good job, Brain. Don't touch that dial. We'll have more currency-related facts later. Once the crew is done answering the question, what is the largest denomination bill the U.S. has ever issued? Karen says $10,000. Colin, again, going with that answer of $100,000. In this case, Colin gets it. Uh, It is $100,000. Now, Karen, the largest denomination ever created for public use was a $10,000 bill in 1918. But they did create in 1934 during the Great Depression a $100,000 bill. Uh, It featured Woodrow Wilson on it. It was never. It was never meant to be circulated. It was for transactions between federal banks mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. it easier for banks to do transactions with each other. I was going to say something like that. It, okay. It was then and is now illegal for a private citizen to own a hundred thousand dollar bill. So if you, if I owe you money and I hand you a hundred thousand dollar bill. You oh, need to please. call the cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: um,
0: and there was yes, yeah, so there were like they made some ten thousands for for circulation. And again, like it's very rare for a collector to own one of those today. They're worth they're worth much more than ten thousand yeah, yeah, dollars. I was just
1: gonna say yeah, if you can find
0: it, but they're still legal tender. Anyway, question number four: While many women, including Susan B. Anthony and Sacagawea, have appeared in portrait form on U.S. coins, yes, only one woman has ever been featured in such a way on a oh. piece of United States paper currency. Mm. She was already dead by this point. It was a $1 silver certificate, and it was issued in 1886. 1886. Who is it? Oh. This is a great piece of trivia. This is a really killer piece of trivia. I will say that this bill is, is well known you know, amongst collectors as a piece that they want to have. For this reason, for that that for this reason of, hmm. you know, it's the only piece of U.S. paper currency where instead of a man, you have a a woman in the in the portrait, you know, That's area. Great right? question.
1: It has to be a real person. You have heard yeah. of this person and deceased, <laughs> and All
0: they right. are they were dead by eighteen eighty six. Let's okay. see some answers. Let's see. I mean, maybe we're gonna get it. I don't know. Colin says. Betsy Ross, which is a—I a, think that's a solid guess. It's wrong, yeah, but it's a solid <laughs> guess. Yeah. Karen writes down Washington wife.
2: I thought about that too. I thought about Martha
0: Washington. <laughs> Martha Washington. I don't know if I don't know if they'd be able to accept Washington wife on Jeopardy. I think <laughs> they might the first name for that. Anyway, <laughs> the correct answer is Martha Washington. Oh, oh, I should have put that. So Karen actually got it right. Congratulations, Karen! We'll take that as a
2: joint as a joint answer. Since I, I'm gonna gonna be, uh, I'm gonna go
0: celebrity Jeopardy rules, and I'm gonna accept. (laughs) Okay, right. So let's go to another question.
1: Hold on, I have a question. Was it just just commemorating her? Like, no, it was just
0: they just put her on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they were putting a bunch of people on the silver certificate to that point. Okay. She was one of them. But okay. but and they were like, "Oh, wow. the first woman will ever put on one of these bills. Surely we'll put more on later." But no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks, yeah.
2: Surely <laughs> it um, won't be two hundred plus years.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, of all the United States bills that are out there right now in circulation, okay. Now we again we know it goes up to a hundred, right? And, hey, eh, you, you know, there's a few others out there. Very, very few of the, of the higher of, the, of your 500s, 1000s, thousands, 10000s. Thousands. But, like, basically, you know, there's not that many of them out there. But of all the U.S. bills out there right now in circulation, which bill is the most common? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Which oh, is the most before. common? Again, uh, a really good piece of trivia, an interesting yeah, thing to know. Yeah, you yeah. can you can talk about this at parties, you know? Um Colin writes the 20 and Karen writes the 20. It does seem like that. Okay, doesn't it? We're wrong. You're always looking for whenever you need a 5 or a 10, you can't really find one, but you go to an ATM and what comes out? 20. The most common bill out there right now in circulation of United States currency is the $100 no. bill. Who's yes. using them? There are 18.5 billion hundreds out there. Compare and the second place is 14.3 billion $1 bills. One dollar. Okay? Wow. Here's the catch. The vast majority of those are Outside the us yeah yeah, they are held by either foreign governments or criminals, drug dealers, stuff like that there are, so here's the thing one of the reasons why we don't make like much higher denomination bills anymore is because if you cap it at a hundred, it makes it harder you yeah. know for people to use. US currency for illicit means and stuff like that. You have to have a whole suitcase full of hundreds. Right, it's harder to harder to hide than if you had like have
2: a slim little envelope with a yeah, (laughs)
0: right, right with a million dollars worth of ten thousand dollar bills in it. So something like eighty percent of the total value of all U.S. currency in circulation is in the form of like hundred dollar bills outside the country. Wow! A quick rundown. 14.3 14.3 billion singles are out there. 1.5 billion $2 bills are currently <laughs> in circulation.
2: <laughs> those are in the pockets of our nation's uncles, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um 3.5 billion <laughs> Sorry. <that's funny. laughs> $3.5 billion $5 bills, 2.3 billion 10, wow. 11.5 billion 20. Okay. So there okay. are 20 is wow. really a ton of those out wow. there, yeah. 2.5 billion fifties. That's why you never get a 50. Uh, and then 18.5 billion hundred dollar bills. But most of the hundreds are outside the country. Wow. So, yeah, speaking of the rest of the world, let's turn our attention for a moment to world currency. Huh. Let me ask you this one. This, this, this question is a closest to the pin gets the point. What is the largest denomination of paper currency ever issued around the world? What is that? One, two, three. Yeah, count your zeros and then tell me what you wrote down. I'm gonna do it in scientific okay. notation here for you. <laughs> um both Karen and Colin have written one hundred million. Okay. Hmm. There is a tie. <gasps> well, yeah, obviously there's a tie. You're both, you're, <laughs> both you're both equidistant from the from the answer. So are we wrong? You're both wrong. You're okay. both low. Wow. So <laughs> All right. Colin has written what?
2: 2 billion. 2 oh, billion.
0: Whoops. Karen has written 10 billion. Okay, good. So there's okay. I will tell you that congratulations uh Karen. Huh. Uh, by writing oh. 10 billion, you are closer to the pen. So Which let is me what? tell let me tell you the story. The unit of currency that we are talking about is the pengo. This is a short-lived uh, currency of Hungary that was issued for about 20 years after World War One, until just after World War II, the PENGO experienced what was apparently the worst hyperinflation a huh. currency has ever had, ever, okay? So I did some extremely back-of-the-envelope math here. I, I could have gotten this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that when they introduced the PENGO right after World War One, okay, it was one PENGO was worth about 16 U.S. cents, okay? That sounds about right. Inflation took hold and it became so worthless that they had to keep issuing higher and higher and mm. higher denominations. But they got to the point where, to save the zeros that they're writing down, you know, on the thing, they had to start first, they had to start calculating in a unit known as a mill pengo, which is <laughs> 1 million pengoes. And then after that, you know, became too small. Oh my they had God. to start calculating and writing the number in units of bill <laughs> And you'd think to yourself, oh, a billion pangos, which is true, except at the time in Hungary and in some places in Europe at that time, a billion did not mean a thousand million. It was the mm. word that they used to mean a million million. Mm. So a bill pango was a trillion pengos, and before the currency was finally phased out, uh, the highest denomination bill that they ended up printing was valued at 100 million bill pengos, and folks, that is... One hundred quintillion pengos. So Karen, you said ten billion. You are closer yeah. to the true number, which is wow. one hundred quintillion. Oh my god. Pengos. How many zeros is that? It's a bunch. A lot. It's a pepper X uh number of zeros, I think. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. that's that's the Pengo.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, I'm not even done yet. So uh keep keep going. Here's another question. Now, move from denomination into into physical size. Oh,
1: (laughs) no. The
0: largest, in terms of physical size, legal tender coin ever produced by the U.S. was released in 2019 to commemorate the 50th anniversary of what? 2019 minus 50. That's a good place to start, yeah.
1: Equals carry the one
0: mm-hmm. I've got a good guess Colin has a guess
1: well so I got to 1969 mm-hmm. isn't that Summer of Love and also Charles Manson you should you should write down Charles <laughs> Manson Karen. The,
0: the front is Charles Manson in Portrait <laughs> Yeah, and then the right. back is Woodstock <laughs> right. the stage has, has seen from the audience uh, Colin has written something down what about you Karen Okay. All right. Let's have some answers. Colin says the moon landing and Karen still playing celebrity. Jeopardy says space.
2: <laughs> Just it's up there. Something happened.
1: <laughs> it was not
0: the 50th anniversary of space. Um, I
1: know know what I meant.
0: <laughs> I'm going to give the point to Colin. It was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Now, here's the thing. This coin, there's yeah. actually there's a line of them, but the the big one is the the silver dollar. It it is three inches in uh, diameter, so it's pretty big. Now that's not the coolest thing about this. It. Actually, this coin is really cool. These coins are uh, curved; they're concave on the one side. The concave sign, it's it shows a foot in the surface of Whoa. the moon
2: <laughs> like a space
0: boot footprint and it's and, the coin's kind of, and on the convex side where it's domed you know that picture that was taken by neil armstrong and it's of buzz aldrin and then in buzz aldrin's visor on his spacesuit you can see oh, like yeah. neil yeah. armstrong reflected in the visor and the, the yeah. capsule the other side of the coin is just the visor it's the visor so it, oh. so it comes out and it looks like the visor on the spacesuit has i looked at this i'm like damn That's that is a cool coin yeah um, how much
2: one of those sets you back <laughs> how uh, much does you it know cost? what the
0: thing is you can buy the like the silver half dollars for not so much money the platinum dollar is like 1500 dollars basically oh, wow. to buy the biggest That's, one. It's not it's not bad. It's not it's not crazy. I mean, it's yeah. no.
2: It's not a bill Pengo you know. It's not a it's, bill, it's no yeah. bill
0: Pengo and it's no yeah. uh the thing that I'm going to tell you about right now in this final question. The largest precious metal coin ever created anywhere. Again, this is legal tender. <laughs> not that anyone would actually use it for that. Not that it's legal for you to own it but it is yeah but the largest as you know certified by guinness book precious metal coin ever created was minted uh in 2012 by the perth mint and features what on its face i'll read the question again the largest precious metal coin ever created was minted in 2012 by the perth mint and features what on its face? All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stick with what I wrote. All right. Colin has written Uluru. Uh, and Karen has written Kangaroo. Yeah. Karen, again, dominating. Uh, it is the kangaroo. Yes. The coin is known as the one-ton Australian kangaroo. Huh. It is 1,000 kilograms Pure gold bullion. Oh, it is legal tender in Australia. Not that you'd ever, you know, it's a massive. It's um, <laughs> rolling. It's it just the a street. huge, huge. But it's a, a coin. They used a hydraulic press to stamp. Like they had to, they had to do a lot of research and work to figure out how to actually strike Whoa. this coin. Uh, but it's got a kangaroo on its face. Um, its face value is a million dollars Australia. Oh, wow. Says a million dollars. The actual value of the gold is a hundred million Australian dollars, <laughs> which is about sixty-three million dollars U.S. Yeah.
2: Where does it live? At like the Australian Federal Reserve, or like where? You know where what is they it?
0: it? They took it on tour a few years back around the world, so you can look at it. It's currently in the Perth Mint. Anyway, there it is. Woo. The big money quiz. I think. I think. I don't know who won, but uh, you don't get a. There is no monetary prize, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I remember there was like a magician or something like that at a kid's birthday party that said the kid's going to win big money. And then he took out a massive novelty size hundred dollar <laughs> bill. You know. Yeah.
2: I remember once learning, you know, as a kid, and this just absolutely delighted me that, I mean, with modern banking, th- this is not necessarily the case anymore, but that once upon a time, a check could be written, you know, on as long as it had the right information. It didn't have to be on this nice little, neat little rectangular square paper oh, in right. the bank. Like those giant, oversized novelty checks, for instance, if mm-hmm. they had actual correct information on them, like a bank routing number in your name, <gasps> and that, it was legal to be Mm -hmm. cashed now whether the bank would put up with you or not but they couldn't reject you on the grounds that it wasn't legal they could reject you on the grounds that it was a pain in the butt but like yeah Mm -hmm. that like those like the giant you know here's your game show check like could actually go take that to the bank and cash it if it were if it had the right information on it
1: all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg
0: Good job, brain. Smooth puzzles. Smart trivia. Good job, brain.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Good Job Brain. And this week we're talking about currency. So, Chris, how many $1 bills are are around uh, currently in, in circulation?
0: Oh, as of December 2022, fourteen point three billion. Huh. Wow, fourteen
1: point three billion. So here's a fun fact: there was a study done on one dollar bills uh, in New York City, and they've identified. <laughs> oh dear. This <laughs> is according to NPR. Each dollar bill in the study carried about three thousand types of bacteria on its surface <laughs> another study said also a new york one dollar identified a total of 397 bacterial species nice. we we hear this all the time that one of the grossest things in our lives is money yeah. because it passes through hands it's just so many people have touched it what makes our money gross a lot of things the number one culprit is sebum s-e-b-u-m sebum it is the oils that your skin releases Mm. the oils on your hands they're natural it's what blackheads are made of our skin oil Keeps building up layer after layer as we handle money.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, I prefer to think of it as like, I'm giving you a little bit of
1: myself when I give you my money. It's (laughs) But the Euros, the European Central Bank, they actually, they they know that sebum or our oil is a problem. So they actually use a sebum repellent coating on on the Euro notes. Interesting. A lot of the currencies out there now like have what they call polymer notes, which is like plastic. Yeah, yeah. But our, our U.S. dollars are still of uh, made of organic materials. Sure, there are a lot of microbes, but the microbes aren't really growing or thriving <laughs> on bank notes. Cash is really easy for germs to settle on, but typically they don't have the right temperature or the mm. right conditions to allow microbes to proliferate reproduce and grow. So you're not seeing like colonies blooming on your dollar, but it's still gross. So please (laughs) just wash your hands. That's number one is wash your hands. But what makes money dirty to a point of concern Mm. (laughs) is constant moisture Mm. because constant moisture will make a good environment for bacteria to thrive. Mold Mildew, and eventually it will become a health hazard. But I know what you're thinking. Who's keeping (laughs) their money in water? (laughs) Turns out it's a very common thing uh, for money to become contaminated due to natural disasters. It's very, very common. You think of storms flooding, basements, uh, roofs being destroyed and rain coming into the attic. And on a larger scale, if you think about um, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, no one could get into the Federal Reserve, Mm. the the Atlanta branch in in New Orleans, uh, for weeks. And so all of their vaults and all of their stuff, they're below sea level was sitting in water, gross water, for a really, really long time. Some storms could go through towns and the towns would end up with like waterlogged, moldy, smelly money from all the businesses, Mm. all the buildings. And so what do you do? What do you do if you have contaminated money? Obviously, there are other specifications for contamination. There actually is an official list and I'll tell you what contamination means. Currency may be contaminated due to uh, prolonged exposure to water and liquids, exp- exposure to blood, urine, feces, or other bodily fluids, exposure to sewage, exposure to any chemical, liquid, or foreign substance that may pose a health hazard. <laughs> exposure to Pepper X. <laughs> <laughs> and so what do you do with contaminated money? You have to dispose the contaminated money at a, like a federal reserve bank. And they have very specific directions on what to do. They tell you to group the denominations in a certain way. You have to bag it a certain way. You have to double bag it. You have to label it. And then they will basically credit you with the amount of money that you turn in, essentially. You do not put money in the washing machine and dryer. It's a, like a lot. Of, I, I don't know why people think this is a thing, maybe because we call it money laundering, but <laughs> yeah. but please do not actually launder <laughs> yeah. your money. It ruins the bills. Mm. The hot water can damage the security features. The detergents used could like affect the coating and different yeah. chemicals that's in the bills, including the, the, the counterfeit marker, you know, you go to the supermarket and then you give them like a hundred dollar bill, they use the counterfeit oh, pen. Oh, the little pen. So the detergent might render that, might give you a false positive. Uh... Banks. They will shred your washed money, your your useless washed money. So do not wash your money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say this happens a lot when you're cleaning out like a house of, you know, like a deceased family member or someone, you know, and it's just something that's sitting in the basement for like hmm. a really long time. And it's like magazines
2: <laughs> and photos. It can happen to them. It could happen to yeah, currency, yeah. too. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If they
0: died on the money. Uh, which is a
2: <laughs> pile
1: of money. Yes. And if that is contamination. That yeah. contaminated. So there is a cleaning process where they won't damage the notes. It's like high pressure, heated carbon dioxide. It's almost like dry cleaning the bills, but huh. that's, that's like an industrial service. It's like, you're not going to do that at home. Um, but most of the time contaminated dollars, they just get shredded and they get destroyed. They're just not worth the effort. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier that the U.S. bill is made out of organic materials. Which kind of in a way is good because it can decompose. The Salt Lake branch of the San Francisco Federal Reserve, the the shreds are burnt to cure cement. They use it. They they, they find a new life. And my favorite, and I'll end it with that, is my favorite way is back to the New Orleans branch of the Atlanta Reserve. Uh, The cash shreds are turned into compost for gardens. (laughs) How cool is that?
2: I once found uh when i was in new york a 20 dollar bill it's out on the street you know as uh-huh. like, hey. and it was uh right on the curb it was in fact in about two to three inches of water Li- liquid <laughs> liquid <laughs> let's say and i was walking i was walking with my wife and i, I started i was like Wow that that's a that's a twenty dollar bill sitting there just in this lid. It's like it's like it's mm-hmm. so we were we were a couple blocks from our friend's house. I'm like yeah. I'm I'm gonna get this twenty dollar bill. And I I I reached in. No listeners, I I did I did I reached in and it was I I I held it. Mm-hmm. It was complete and I kind of just carried it at arm's length to our <laughs> friend's house. We walked in. I need to use your sink. I need to wash this bill. <laughs> that I found in the, <laughs> the gutter outside. Um, but yeah, that was my and I And I tried not to think about it too much after that, but that was my grossest, but also highest street mm-hmm. money find. So Nice. Yeah.
0: But you spent it, I mean, right away, right? Like you've tried to pawn it off onto somebody else's.
2: I tried to put it right back into the uh, New York economy as fast as I could. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, after we decide on a show topic, as I was falling asleep, that night it just it hit me like a flash i was like i know what i'm going to talk about i need to talk about the biggest money there is i mean money that is literally as tall as a person mm. and weighs as much as a car what? A few years ago, I first heard about Ray Stones, this R-A-I Stones. Uh, this was one of those things where as soon as I learned about it, I started seeing references to it everywhere. And, you know, mm. I don't know if I was just blind to, to the references before. Bader mine
1: off. Yeah, fine. it is.
2: Yep, exactly. Ray Stones are a unique form of money, uh, and they are part of the traditions of the native people living in the very small Micronesian island of Yap. Y A P, the, the Yapies wow. people. Many generations ago, hundreds of years, the Yapies people started using raystones as stores of value. This continued up into the 20th century. Let me describe to you a, a raystone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: so a raystone is is generally circular. It is carved from a single block of a particular type of limestone. Raystones were commonly Six feet wide, eight feet wide. The largest Raystone we know of today is 12 feet in diameter. It is 20 inches thick and weighs almost 9,000 pounds. Mm. So it doesn't move. It doesn't move much, uh so the raystones the raystones have a <laughs> hole in the middle, so notably this is one of the defining features of the of the classic raystone. It has a hole in the middle, at least theoretically make them easier to transport either by putting a log or some bamboo through the middle um or even just kind of rolling it like a wheel, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on an axle. So raystones, as I say, they're carved from a, a, a very specific type of limestone, n- not on Yap. This limestone is not found on Yap. It is found in neighboring what? islands. It's is found in neighboring islands. Most of the raystones are made from limestone quarried on the island of Palau. Now- Chris's ears perking up a little bit. Uh, Palau, of course, is known to most Americans as a setting for (laughs) season uh, 10, I believe, going way back of Survivor. Yes, Survivor Palau. It is a very picturesque island. To mint a raystone, or create a raystone, as it were, the the Yappies people would sail out on boats a, a few hundred miles to Palau. It's not right there. They would quarry the rock on site. They would carve it up. Get the hole in the middle, polish it, get it looking really nice, and then transport them back to Yap. If your family could claim even one large oh. ray raystone, you were probably doing pretty well. If you could have one sort of person-sized raystone. In every village, they would have an area... Like a town square, a market area, maybe something like that, some central public area where the large ray stones would live. And it was almost like a bank. And everyone knows whose ray stone is whose. Every stone has a history attached to it. Every stone oh. becomes part of the oral history and tradition of that village. And everyone in the village knows the lineage of each stone, uh, who traded it to whom for what, what it was acquiring, all of that, even though the stones don't move from the central area. This is where it's kind of become sort of this example of what is money? And what do we mean when we talk about stored value? That if I'm trading a ray stone for something, and now let me, let me, let me, let me pause a moment to, to emphasize, you're not, you're not trading a six foot Raystone for, you know, some eggs like these, these, as I say, these were for wealthy families, wealthy clans, chiefs. If you had these really large ones, you would, for the most part, you wouldn't spend them the same way that, you know, today, for the most part, super wealthy families don't spend most of their money. Um, but if you were to use a Raystone for an exchange, it might be like a dowry in, you know, like a, between two high profile families, or, you know, it might be, uh, to, to, to seal a political alliance or really big, big ticket purchases these giant Raystones don't need to move anywhere. If I'm in family A and I enter into an agreement to you know, buy a huge parcel of property from family B, we just say like, okay, that Raystone there, that's yours now is yours and I have now. this property. And everybody in the village knows it and it just sort of gets sort of tacked on to the oral history of the, of this, this Raystone it's like, Oh, it used to be family A and now family B, you know? Ah. So they started popping up a lot, you know, uh, a few years ago, several years ago now, uh, in the context of the rise of cryptocurrency, among other things, sort of as an example of a currency that carries its own history with it, which is, it's interesting twist on like a ledger, you know? Um, But it, but it is in fact true that each of these massive Raystones, was known to everyone and had its own verifiable history. You couldn't falsify and say like, oh yeah, that one's mine. I'm going to trade it for you. They're like, no, 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 it's not. Everyone knows that belongs knows. to the other family. Everyone knows yeah. That's right. And it's, you know, weighs 9,000 pounds. It's not like you're going to abscond with it in the middle of the night. But also just popping up in in the context of what does value mean on an international level? You know, countries will sometimes make huge payments to each other in the form of large sums of gold. The gold doesn't go anywhere. The gold sits in the same bank. It's just transferring ownership. It's like, okay, well, this gold used to belong to France and now it belongs to England, even if it may not actually move. And that's really not that different conceptually from the Raystones sitting in the public square just kind of transferring ownership over time. Uh, the, the people who study the Yappies culture and history uh, believe this story. So according to the tradition, as the story goes, uh, there was a crew bringing back one of these giant ray stones back to Yap from Palau, probably, and the raft or the boat with the coin sank. They were in a storm. (gasps) And, you know, I mean, as I say, long trip. The coin sank down to the bottom of the water, bottom of the ocean there. Uh, But the crew made it back to Yap, let everybody know what happened, and everyone collectively agreed, well, (gasps) okay... The coin was quarried and carved. It's worth this much. So even though it's still sitting on the bottom of the ocean, we're going to we're just gonna count it. That's right. We're going to count it. And the family that it belonged to could use it to settle debts. It transferred ownership many times over the generations, even though no one ever saw it on Yap. They all had this mental Agreed. accounting and agreement that this. Raystone sitting at the bottom of the ocean is still legal tender in our village. And we can trade it even though it's sitting there and is never, ever, ever, ever going to be moved. And like that, I think is the the really cool kind of captivating sense of the question, wh- what is money? What does money really mean? And it kind of sets you off into sort of those, you know, philosophical tangents here, if you think about it for too long.
1: Big rock donuts, man
2: big rock donuts i encourage you to go online and look at pictures of the raystones. they're very cool they look like giant flat rock donuts i mean there's no other way to put it
1: <laughs> to dun, the dun, tune dun, of rock dun, lobster dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah rock donuts <laughs> oh <God>. we, what <laughs> we, we know each other too long yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my gosh <laughs> traffic jams tailgating pile-ups I would like you two to work together. This quiz is called Chump Change. (laughs) Chump Change. I have here 10 trivia questions. Just general trivia. But every answer or part of the answer, every answer is also name of a currency. Okay. What you have to do is answer the trivia question and also tell me what country has this currency. All right. Okay. We'll jump in and you'll get the rules very, very quickly. All right. Question number one. Work together, Chris and Colin. This publishing company initially focused on printing tickets and timetables for Chicago's railroad industry. Shortly after that, they started printing maps. Hmm. That was good. This publishing company initially focused on printing tickets and timetables um. for Chicago's railroad industry. And then soon after, they started printing maps.
0: Who does? I mean, I guess AAA does maps, so it's not that. Uh, Rand McNally, like who does?
1: Every answer or part of the answer of these questions is also a name of oh, a currency. Of a currency. So oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rand Rand, and Rand, Rand
0: McNally.
2: The, the Rand.
1: The Rand. The Rand, okay. which is the currency of what country?
0: Denmark. No. Mm-mm. Wrong so, continent. Uh, wrong South, continent. Oh, yeah. Africa.
1: South Africa. There South African Rand. Yes, yeah. Rand McNally. Okay, now we know the right. format.
0: Okay, all right, okay, yeah. Got it now.
1: A hankering or a longing for something.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, oh uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh,
1: uh, a yen. <laughs> Correct, a yen, which is the currency of what nation? Japan. 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 Next question. This 1962 film about the American frontier is considered uh, to be one of Hollywood's greatest epics. It stars Spencer Tracy, Jimmy Stewart, Henry Fonda, Debbie Reynolds, Gregory Peck, and John Wayne. This movie and the stars are kind of before our time, but even we know that these are big names. What movie is this? Again, this 1962 film about the American frontier is considered uh, to be one of Hollywood's greatest epics. It stars uh, Spencer Tracy, Jimmy Stewart, Henry Fonda, Debbie Reynolds, Gregory Peck, oh, and John Wayne.
0: Oh, 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 oh. I, I think it's How the West Was Won, as in the, the won, as in the unicurrency of, <laughs> of what South nice.
2: Korea. Nice. The W-O-N.
0: Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. At Very first, I was like nice. a fistful of dollars, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Like- <laughs> Aaron would not do that. Yeah, How the West good. was won. Won. Won.
1: <laughs> uh, North Korea also uses okay. the won, but right. they use oh, the, the okay. North, North Korean won, which mm-hmm. is a, okay. a different currency right. than the South Korean won. Uh, all right. Next question. This is a unit of measure that's one fluid ounce, usually for whiskey uh what is that is that a is that a dram
2: how much what is a it a is
1: a dram oh, yeah, okay, wow. yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. all right dram is the currency of armenia oh, oh yeah. Ar- did Ar-meni- not know that absolutely ar-menian not know dram. That. the armenian dram all right next one i'll tell you first this is uzbekistan currency okay in math what does the greek letter sigma represent? Uh, 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 a sum, right? It is the sum. The sum. S-U-M. Okay. In 2003, Manchester United made big news when they transferred good old David Beckham to what team? Oh. uh, Again, in 2003, Hmm. Manchester United made big news when they transferred David Beckham to what team?
0: And what has a <laughs> currency in it? Yeah. Liverpool, uh, the Chudley Cannons. Um, I-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a British team. Oh, wait,
2: was this when he came to the US? Was this when he came to...
1: Uh, uh, no, this no? is when he got sold to Real Madrid. Oh. Oh. Okay, the Real. Okay. The real is the currency of Brazil, the Brazilian real. Ah, Yeah, I was thinking like British themes. Okay. A lot of nations also use some sort of version of the word real or R-I-A-L-R-E-A-L. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Next question. What is the name for a cold smoked whole herring split lengthwise in half commonly eaten at breakfast?
0: A breakfast herring <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's not lox cuz lox
0: is usually no. salmon. Salmon.
2: This this is more of a UK mm, thing. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm sure I when you say it I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I
1: know. I know. I'm looking for kipper. Oh,
0: kipper. Okay. Kipper.
1: The kip, K I P. The kip oh. is the currency of louse. Okay the kip Kip. all right all right next question what music producer and songwriter was behind rehab by amy winehouse shallow with lady gaga uh which also he won an oscar for and uptown funk with bruno mars Hmm. oh well
0: i mean it's um it's it's mark ronson i I think right is that
1: oh the mark 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 ronson ah uh, okay and i'm looking for the mark the mark in clarification the mark uh, the german mark is no longer in use the mark still appears uh as what is called the convertible mark bosnia and herzegovina mm. we remember the pre-euro i days. i
2: definitely grew up yeah deutschmark i remember like that's just deutschmark, that. yep, the yep. italian
1: lira mm. all right last question last question this is the time unit that describes a day on Mars. So oh. one rotation around oh. the sun.
2: Oh, uh, doesn't they call it uh, a Sol?
1: Oh, yeah. S O L. Also, the currency of Peru. Oh. The Peruvian Sol. S O. It sounds like a fish. It the does. Chilean sea bass. The yeah. Peruvian Sol. S O L. Yes, the Peruvian Sol. All right. Ooh. That was hard. Enough. I'm sorry. That was good. It was a good quiz. How the West was won. (laughs) All right. And that's our show. Thank you all for joining me. And thank you listeners for listening in. Hope you learned stuff about rock donuts. How funny. The last episode (laughs) I said rock milk. (laughs) Hope you learned stuff about uh, Ray stones, about the big kangaroo coin and (laughs) how to get rid of contaminated money. You can find us on all major podcast apps and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. This podcast is part of Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other shows like Tumble, the science podcast for kids, history, tea time, and triviality. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ah! (laughs) It sounds like it's talking.